You're listening to the Strange Fruit Podcast, where we discuss topics that deal with black lives on a day-to-day basis. You know the things that you want to say, but you can't say? Well, that's what we're here for. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, the Strange Fruit Podcast Facebook page. Welcome to the Strange Fruit Podcast, where I am your co-host, Bishop Green. Nikki Brooks. Adrian Neely. All right. And we uh, are excited to bring you guys this podcast. We took, a, we took a little hiatus because we needed to, I guess, let you guys catch up to what all we already had uh, available for you. And uh, hopefully you had some time to catch up. We saw uh, lots of people clicking in and 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 listening to the podcast so just want to go ahead and thank you up front for that thank you, thank you for yes thank you for giving us your, your, you your ears and your and your energies there uh but we got we got a lot to talk about on this podcast and i'm just going to cut to the thick and, and short of it uh the nfl debuted their season and uh it it, it has been a thriller it has been sloppy <laughs> it has it's been, been a, a multitude. It, well, <laughs> it's been a multitude of things, and uh, but I want to start off um, with you know the social injustice, uh, how it's been handled, how um, you know how everything's been viewed. Um, it's just really been just a little bit. Looks like it's just um, how can I say like they're half-assing it. <laughs> like they, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know what better term to give it. It's like, oh, let let's sing the uh, national uh, Negro anthem, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, uh, is that the national Negro anthem? I thought it was just a a hymn that we sing, you know, during Black History Month. I I, I, I don't mean, they know. Call it the Black. I guess it's fair to call it that. Like I've, you know, that's what people call it. Even though even the people who hum most of the words. Well, it has not uh, gone without controversy, uh, to say the least. Uh, starting off with the debut, uh, we had Kansas City uh-huh. Chiefs versus Nikki's Houston Texans. Oh, okay. There we go. So, uh, you know, they joined and locked hands before the national anthem, and they were booed. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I can't understand where all that that good old boy energy was coming from. I mean, they just won a championship. You wouldn't think they would come off that high horse that they've been waiting for for so long and just start booing. And I'm like, okay, this was nothing against the flag, nothing against the national anthem. Just black. And they locked. They locked on. <laughs> obviously. They locked arms and and they didn't like it, uh. So that was that was how uh the season started initially, and it has just it's just gone all kinds of ways. It's been uh, uh we've had names on the back of the helmets. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about Villanueva from I saw that Pittsburgh Steelers when you posted oh it. And then he but he's been he's had that energy the whole time. So I guess why would we expect him to do something different? I understand, but it's kind of like, okay, man, you know, they even had other options on your helmet where it says, 
you know, uh, equality for all or it takes all of us. I mean, it, these real soft stances where it, it, it can't really offend anybody, you know, unless you just absolutely want to be offended. I mean, when you say it takes all of us, uh, you know, that's very vague and bland and it, he couldn't even do that. He had to, he had to go out of his way and make a mark and say, Hey, uh, can I write, you know, this fallen soldier's name, you know, you know, instead of fighting social injustice, he wants to still stick it, you know, behind this label called patriotism, which once again, Colin Kaepernick told us that it's a lot of racism disguised as patriotism. Oh yeah. Now, you know, speaking of, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, he, uh, he's not too happy, uh, with what he saw as well. And, uh, (laughs) he's, uh, just saying that he said, uh, while the NFL runs propaganda about how they care about black life, they are still actively blackballing Eric Reed for fighting for the black community. Mm -hmm. Kaepernick tweeted this, uh, you know, on Sunday, and uh, so, I mean, he's he he's made it known, you know, now, like like I say, they got these um, racial justice messages in the end zone on these helmets and shirts. Uh, now, I will say shout out to uh, Sean Payton. I mean, he went on and wore his COVID mask uh, and with Breonna Taylor on it. I was I was quite shocked on that. But, you know, Sean he's, been, just, he, he's made a couple of statements to show he's a real one. Sean Payton's yeah, all right with I mean, me. But at the end of the day, these are just – don't you think they're just largely symbolic? You know what? You know, All that is symbolic, but, you know, there, there are some – I'm not going – I'm not dismissing the symbols, symbolism. I just want more behind it. Like, I believe that as an NFL coach, he's actually – when you look at what other, all the other coaches are doing, he could technically be risking a little something. Like, I, I feel like if you're – taking any kind of risk if you're risking being ostracized by other coaches or the organization or having the team owner maybe say something to you or or threaten your job because of your stance i feel like you're still taking a risk so i I, i'm not mad at what sean payton did like yeah there's plenty of symbolism that, that i could do without i the the whole singing the negro national anthem i don't really care like i want to care I want to care about a lot of stuff, but I just yeah. I I don't give a damn. So it's just <laughs> it's just like, but if somebody's taking a risk and like I feel like okay, you know, I, I I like his energy way more than even you know the Redskins calling the 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 team the Washington Football Team. I think that's kind of passive aggressive because mm. to me, I'm like, is it that hard to come up with a name, guys? Y'all are like in Washington D.C. Y'all could be the Y'all got a baseball team named the Capitals. Why not have a football team named the Capitals? Why not? Yeah. Why not they got a record. They got a one They got a one zero record, like your Titans. So uh, yeah, I can't Titans say that about my Eagles. We're not going. We, we're not going to change the subject on this. Um, but you saw how many? Uh, I guess protested with the Dallas Cowboys, right? <laughs> yeah, you know my thing is that I think that you know. Um, and I don't remember if we did we talk about this guys with the. Uh, Booing with the national Negro national anthem being um the NFL saying that they were gonna do that. Um no, we, t- we touched on it, but yeah, we yeah, we I, never really went in depth. Yeah, and I think we pretty much kind of came to that consensus of 
well, you know, it's not a huge deal. And it doesn't feel like it's a great gesture. And we put it along the lines of the Asian mama serve thing. It's like people making decisions about us without us in rooms. They're looking for all these reasons to give a gesture that they believe will absolve their guilt and their conscience, but they're not still not including black people and bringing them to the table to ask what we want or even to consider it. And I think this booing at the game is one of the primary reasons why. Because um, you... You sang the anthem. Nobody, of course, nobody booed during the anthem, but you sang the anthem, and then that didn't solve a problem because the real problem was when they locked hands just for a couple of seconds on the fight for equality and against racism, that's yeah. when the booze came out. Mm-hmm. And I think, right. again, that's very, we could have told you that. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's this all of these people that were shocked by it. Were you shocked? No, not were, at all. Were you shocked, Adrian, that they booed? No, I, I mean, I, I mean, I was kind of hoping. I, I, lately, I've been finding myself hoping that somebody will that the better part of humanity will come out during these things. But knowing that I'm gonna see the worst, that's yeah. I'm just now. saying though. But were were you shocked that they booed? Not at all. Like, and, like yeah. I wish. Hey, hey, uh, Bishop, go ahead and cue up that elevator music. All right. So I wish. People racism. Because it's just easier to deal with. It's so much more disingenuous when you try to couch it in this, like, no, I'm a decent person and all these. We have different. We we see things differently. it's exhausting because. It's, it's oh, exhausting, it's number one, because it's it's a lie, and number two, because it's stupid. You're going to play yeah. in my face. And, mm-hmm. and my thing is that, again, because we can mostly predict, um, it's not even so much the responses as it is what those responses mean, because we, we've been trying to tell you that that's what the real deal is anyway. Because we can predict that, that is the very, very reason that we should be brought into these rooms and into these tables and really at the seat in the head of these tables to discuss what should be done and what can be done. One thing that I don't like about the NFL, and I believe that um, I, I think this has been my issue all along. At, uh, I feel like this whole idea of um, them oh, we're going to, you know, there are all these players that said they were going to kneel, and then right before the games, they're like, well, I decided that I'm not going to. No, you weren't going to do it in the first place. Right. You, you, and and you backtracking and walking out of what you claim you wanted to do. Um, It's this game of, let me say what I need to say to look good or decent in the moment. And then I'll pivot on that at any given point in time when I feel it's safe enough to go back to whatever it is. So it's just this this constant. At this point, it's not even smoke and mirrors. It's just like fart right. gas. Like right, you farting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ba- Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield pulled that stunt, uh, and yeah. and then gave some lame duck excuse about, well, you know, I'm really going to just stand for the black anthem, and I'm going to stand for the national anthem. I sit and there like, and I watch you look on your leg, look around the room, and poop, 
and then I smell it, and then you gonna look me dead in my eye and say that the smoke machine is broken, the special effects smoke machine. Is yeah. Broken. yeah, he's gonna be like, "Where that dog come from?" Like, <laughs> yeah, you just like. Well, well Nikki's boy, Nikki's boy JJ JJ Watt, he said uh, the moment of unity. I personally thought was good. He said, uh, he said, I mean, the booing during the moment was unfortunate. I don't fully understand that. There was no flag involved. There was nothing involved other than the two teams coming together to show unity. So he said he he didn't understand it because you know, like like, like Nikki said, we weren't surprised because we always knew Mm-mm. that's where it was di- divided at, at that. It's just black. Anything black, the word black triggers triggers them. That's the reason why they Here's didn't put question. Black Lives Matter Here's in the end question. of the. Yeah. If the moment of unity was backing blue lives and it had been booed, do you believe that JJ Watt's statement would have been what it was? Nope. Not in Texas. Not at all. His statement would have been nope. much more harsh and condemning. Oh, and yeah. Much yeah, yeah. more um much more direct, much more disapproving. So yeah. But, but see, that's JJ. He's gonna protect that subway money. So yeah. you know. He, yeah, you know, JJ like making money. Yeah, he like he, he like that know. subway money, you know, because he said he got a modest cabin, cabin in the woods, and that thing is nothing. Like, keep that cabin, man. Like, that thing is not nothing. modest. <laughs> People love cabin money, man. I'm trying to tell you, I can stay out there. That yeah. thing has stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cabin ain't supposed to have no stairs. Barely supposed to have a bathroom. I, exactly. Exactly. So you know, I, I don't know, man. This this NFL thing, said, you know. Don't get me wrong. I was glad to see that it was. Cabin in the woods. I I was glad that it was back, <laughs> you know. But it it just was yeah. like, you know, I never knew how much sports meant a, as far as covering up a huge wound. That this, I don't know if it this, really covers though. If you think about it, it's funny. Well, like the thing that kills me is these people who think like. I was like, well, the NFL just lost my money. Shut up, bitch. Like, it's not even that serious. Like, somebody oh, man, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that. Somebody sings a song, and, and, and like, it really breaks your heart that much. Like, you're that much of a, a just a, a oh, where's the swear jar? Like, I got to, I got to chill out. But is that, that worrisome to you? Like, nothing bothers me that much. Like, yeah. if somebody holds a different stance for me, it's not going to keep me unless your stance is, is like something really hateful or awful. Like, it, unless it's like you're not against killing babies or something. I am not. I don't care what you support so much that I'm going to quit paying attention to something I like because, you know, because you support something that I don't quite understand. So it's just like the fragility is so like and 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 not just the fragility but i think it's also the fact that these people who make that statement whether it be in social media or be in the comments and yahoo which is by far the if you want to see some good quality like just 1960 1950 40 racism like just read the comments in yahoo because it's like awesome it's like superb racism yeah yeah it's just like racism (laughs) like you've never seen racism with a sprinkle of vitriol like it's just amazing but like to me, it's like the the arrogance and feeling like these or these huge, massive entities really gonna miss your like hundred bucks for that ticket. Somebody, somebody's still gonna buy. Just take take your party pass that you abandoned to go to Jerry World. Right, Jerry's still gonna make that money. Right. So 
So you like, oh, they just lost my money. I can picture the dude saying it. And I'm just like, shut your dumb ass up. Like yeah. nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. Reginald Milwaukee. <laughs> nobody gives a damn. So, so I don't even understand why you're like so like why you feel like making that statement like it matters. Right. Your opinion doesn't matter, Reginald. I mean, <laughs> like so. the deal is it, it's just over the top, you know, uh, where I, I guess they feel as if, you know, we need to take back our our country, our land and this kind of thing. So I don't they know. Man. Lost exactly. It's I like, mean, you're still 70 percent of the population you have. And even on the census, you managed to make some Latinx people feel like they're white too by counting them as like white Hispanic or something like whatever that designation is on the census um, which I guess is something else we could talk about because now you know they, they, that came out about Florida how a lot of the Latinos in Florida are going for Trump I mean but it is Florida so you know take, take it for what you will take it with a grain of salt yeah see my, let me tell you Miami's a different planet and you got those Florida, yeah, yeah. Well, but Miami in particular, because you got a lot of people that 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 fled Cuba, Cuba. and yeah. socialism. If you 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 know run your whole campaign on this this opposing uh, threat is a socialist and he's a communist and all this, they're not going to hear anything else but that uh, there in Miami. Uh, actually. And where I gathered most of this information from, uh, you know, I do listen to uh, Dan Lebertard. Shout out to Fat Dan. If he ever listens to my podcast, that would be awesome. But anyway, um, <laughs> but anyway, I won't not call him Fat Dan. I, so well, well, he calls himself <laughs> Fat, so I call him Fat. Mm. But uh, different with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, but my thing Dan. is, you know, he, he, he let it he let it be known. Big tall Dan. healthy Dan no he's fat his head looks like a busted can of his head looks like a busted can of spam okay and I'm not I'm not gonna edit that out he knows that so anyway (laughs) um, how you thought out that man's physical attractiveness I mean man anyway uh, moving on but um, you know when when they say <laughs> when they say <laughs> when they say when they say you know things like trigger words like socialism or, or a socialist communism, that's all they need to hear. They're, they're not gonna. Oh, yeah. They're not gonna. They're, they're not gonna hear anything else. You know. But speaking of politics and sports and how athletes are told to stick to sports and to, uh, uh, you know, shut up and, uh, and dribble, you know, uh, LeBron James made some news today. Uh, and there was a sheriff, <laughs> there's a sheriff out of LA, the sheriff, uh, there called him out, challenged him from what I gathered, uh, in this article. And he challenged him to basically, you know, match the money that they're putting up for this reward so that they can capture uh, this coward that shot the two officers. Now, I'm not for shooting officers and running up and just doing all that, so I'm not going to go there. That's that's evil as well. And uh, so whoever this person is, hopefully they get caught, you know, so we can just move on. 
Uh, it is known that the two officers are surviving and looks like they're going to survive and, and be okay. But, uh, anyway, uh, I said all this to say this, what are y'all thoughts on <laughs> this sheriff's <laughs> sheriff? Shut your ass up, sheriff. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, well, there you go. But, uh, well, Nick and that, oh, that, that was about it. there you go. <laughs> No, I mean, who are we hearing from? Go ahead, Nikki and Bishop. I, I have, I need a moment. Uh, I'll be, y'all you know, go ahead. I mean, I, I, I'm with Adrian, but I'm gonna put on my my corporate comms hat and I'm gonna talk about it in this sense of the word, you know. Yeah, be better than me, Nikki. Thank How you, because I'm not gonna make it. And asinine and uh, tone deaf and microaggressive and privileged. Is it of this man to determine a that um, LeBron James that number one he is determining what he considers to be important without understanding anything about LeBron James's thrust, and then number two he's decided that I'm going to challenge you, and not only am I challenging you, but my challenge is to make you prove that you are the good person that you say that you are. And then um, that proof and that burden of proof for me to take you seriously as being the good person that you say that you are is for you to spend money um, doing what taxpayers pay my department to do. Like outside of the taxes that you would pay, outside of anything else that you do, and I get on the radio and I want to call you out in that sense of the word. You know, it, it is so tone deaf. It is beyond measures. And I was looking for the audio because I'm I'm being generous when I say tone deaf because I need to hear the tone because that mm. could be tone deaf or it could just be assholeism. Mm. You already know what the tone sounded like. You already know, yeah, Nikki. I started reading the statement. Like you already know it's not like that. It was Rod Parsley-ish. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. then, you know, my issue with no, that is good. that there is this level of privilege that has always existed, and it's a derivative of like you know, uh, almost of like Jim Crow, where like you know, okay, boy, uh, well, show me, you know, what you, I need to <laughs> see what you made of, and do this. It's these commands and demands that they that people feel entitled to place on Negroes, and 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 um when they want to. Uh, because they can and um let's see what i wanted to say about the sheriff um although he is hispanic i would assume because his last name was villanueva alex villanueva Mm -hmm. um i think it's safe i think that goes back to the idea of you know you know it's not so much as much as him being white it is an american thing that likes to that has an ownership and a command of Negro people so much so that all you got to do is adopt that to assimilate. You know, it's like, it's an American thing where we feel that we should, uh, um, you know, I, I would have rather he put the challenge out to the people. He could have said, I challenge the general public. Y'all been out here doing this. I challenge you, Black Lives Matter supporters, to double the reward money. Everybody, here's the, the link to give. But, you know, come on, you know, you're going to 
in in a state where some of your wealthiest residents are pitching a fit about wearing a mask mm-hmm. right now and doing what they want to do with their money, you <laughs> gonna get your whole behind on the radio. I I just I can't. And part part of me wants to not even give the story credence, except that and part of me wants to believe the story was being sensationalized, like. Man, this you know this sheriff gone, but then there's a part of me that's like, no. Well, yeah. My first thought was, why is he calling out LeBron James? You know, when you need to be looking up to your superiors and your politicians. You know, yeah. If you want to, you know, get some get some pull. Why did LeBron James? stay at the front of your mind to challenge. I mean, who came up with that idea? Uh, who was, you know, what, what, what spawned that? That's, that's really what, where I'm at. You know, most people don't want to get that deep, but I'm, I'm just one of those cats where I like to know what triggers people. What, 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 what made you as a sheriff want to bring up LeBron James? My you know, this is the same like, man that the like N word was like painted outside who these his people house, are. and y'all yeah. never caught the person that did it. So, do you have a person that did against him? I mean, well, my other thing is how you how you think that just because it was in Compton where it happened. I mean, we got uh, as Adrian's pointed out this Operation Boogaloo, whatever. I mean, you got these 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 people with these agendas that aren't black. <laughs> You know, they just running up on these police officers because they tired. And well, see, like the Boogaloo, Bishop, the Boogaloo even movement if, is even a, if they were right, even if they movement. were, why is that the burden of every person with dark skin? Because exactly that, that all stems from, and more so uh, still, LeBron James. What I mean, what if he don't he ain't got nothing to do with that? The leader of the blacks. Come on, man. <laughs> That's, really, it's about getting that's the sentiment with. I got from it, Nikki. Now, now you hit the nail on the head with me. That's the god dog sen- sentiment I gathered from that statement. When uh, I mean, when he when he challenged him, oh, so you, so you know, uh, you know, Brian LeBron James is our leader. Set an example and corral your people. Put your money where your mouth is, so we can get some civil rest. Now, and really, the 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 thing is, it goes back to that just whole disingenuous. Like you don't even care. Like you know what I mean. Like you really, it's not. You you have decided like you have this thing that's a horrible thing that happened to these two people from your department and you should be worried about we need to find this dude uh, we're gonna put up money for this and then you took that moment that should be about those two people yeah. that were shot and you yeah, made it about you made it a way for you to call out somebody in a in, in a racist manner I can I think we can honestly say that's racist like what he pulled. And and it was it was, so it was passive aggressive. Yeah. It was racist. Yeah. It was disingenuous because he's playing that whole like I just want things to happen that are right. And every time and and since I've seen it so much lately, every time something happens, the first thing that comes out of people's mouths is not about the people who are directly affected. It's not about the victims. It's always, well, why don't we see LeBron James and the player? I bet or. The other one is, I bet we don't see them taking a knee and wearing this person's name on their jersey. Yeah. We saw it with Cannon Hennett. We, we kind of talked about Cannon Hennett. Cannon Hennett passed away. Well, not passed away. He was murdered yeah. by their neighbor, who it turned out, uh, according to some, some reports, the father had some kind of 
drug deal yeah. gone bad with this dude. There was some bad stuff going on before. Yeah, it, it does not in any way, shape, or form excuse. Well, no, they made it as if he walked that up dude on did. the child. Upon yeah, the they just made it like it just like went down. And the reality is that that is not what happened. Yeah, it's something. It was way more nefarious. The real story is way yeah, worse. Don't do drugs. So, That's your brain on but, drugs. That's the message. It ain't got nothing else to do with nothing else. Don't do drugs. Exactly. Yeah, just and, and so they did it with Cannon Hennett, and everybody's like, "Where's the outrage for Cannon Hennett?" It's like, well, didn't they arrest the dude? Yeah. Didn't he go to jail? Yeah. Uh, isn't he gonna be in prison for a very long time? Yeah. So. We all know the story. Don't act like y'all posting it on Facebook is what broke the story. We all know the story from the news. I saw the story on the news. Mm -hmm. So it's like when when they come out with this disingenuous, like, oh, well, we you've already kind of diminished your own argument by saying, oh, well, but but because you have two of your officers that are in the hospital right now. Not to mention what you posted earlier about Vanessa Bryant um, calling them out because they had posted. Uh, several of his deputies she sure did. taking pictures at the crime scene of uh, 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 not the crime scene, but at the scene of the crash where Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi died, and then they were posting it and sharing it. Yeah, and then not just that, but this dude has a whole ass white supremacist gang yep. running out of his department, as do several other sheriff's departments yep. in California. Yep, is that there? There are, and it's been known, and it's been written about in reputable. Um, in reputable publications, unless anyone come on and say, "Oh, well, you know, all those are leftists, leftist sources." Mm. Like, shut up. Mm. So, is is it's like so? If you have a whole ass white supremacist gang running out of your department, you do not get to be the judge morally on what's going on with anybody else. You don't get to be in LeBron's pockets and tell LeBron how to spend his money. LeBron got plenty to do. He got a whole family. He he's got his own school. He got to keep his hair up. So there's a lot of things LeBron got to take care of that he doesn't have time to worry about. Like you're trying to make this little kind of back, you know, back alley sideways coming from left field racist point about, about uh, him doing anything and everything. What's the most frustrating thing is everything these dudes say is really about getting these dudes shut up about the problem. They never mentioned this. This can be a problem and this can be a problem also. And what I see it, Anytime I see, like, even now, I thought I got rid of most people, but every once in a while, one of those posts still pops <laughs> up where it's like, this makes a lot of sense. Every time I dread, not, not with all my white friends, but there are certain people I look at and I dread if I see this makes a lot of sense right before something they share. Because you know that what makes a lot of sense is somebody telling them, uh, if racism was real, then how come basketball players make so much money or, <laughs> you know, or. They're, they're gaslighting you oh, when they're talking man. about racism. Yeah. And and racism is gaslighting because they always want to be the victim, but it's like you're 70% of the population. You have you you have the good old boy system in full effect. You 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 your family was allowed way back in the day. You know, we could bring up every statistic, you know, at, at a at what is it? What is it 2035? Like black wealth will be at zero? Like, I mean, come on. Like, well, yeah, you know, and, yeah. And it's like so, when so, people they do that thing, they're like, you know, I mean, you know, what's everybody making a fuss about? I mean, you're in the NFL, they're making, you know, they're making all this money, but like, all that's I not even one percent like, the maximum raise, and I'm already like two pay grades below John. So, exactly. what does that have to do with anything? Because neither one of us finna get their money. We talk about what's up here. Uh, if that's right. the case, yeah. if they get all that money, then open up the compensation study at work. Make everybody's salary open. 
That's right. Making something we all can go on the internet and Google how much each person make based on whether you don't have to tell them if you a grade 13, this is what your salary is. Let's see it. How come you won't open up those books if what athletes make are making, you know, should be pertinent to me and enough to shut me up about the fact that y'all, you know, that I need to make sure I don't get my ass whooped at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you didn't see me scan everything because you would because you you looked away and didn't see if I scanned the third and fourth item. You forgot to watch me at the self checkout. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that that's the things that I mean that, you know, are really um that's the stuff that's like problematic and that's the stuff that actually all it does is reinforce the actual bias that is present. Um, you know, when there are these things that are thrown out that are supposed to quote unquote, shut us up. And, and the fact that, you know, again, you're playing in my face about it. It's just like, like it's making me lose brain cells because it's stupid. Yeah, it's just too much. It's, it's like every day. And like I said, just be just be real with, with why everything bothers you so much. Don't tell don't tell well, all lives matter. You don't care about those lives that you're so worried about arguing with us about. And and suddenly if you throw any other if you throw any other descriptor in front of lives matter, everybody's cool with it. You can throw blue Did lives you see matter. The shirts, you throw- many of the shirts that were worn at the Cayman hit hit it uh his uh ride, they Oh yeah, they no. were. I can't ride. Hashtag all lives matter. So as, instead of yeah. I can't breathe, I can't ride with all lives matter. Yeah. And then the the posts that were sharing what happened to him were saying white lives. Yeah, matter. many of them were white like, lives matter. Yep. Yeah, your your ma- your life matters enough that Cannon Hennett's uh, killer is going yeah, to jail. Yeah. I was listening to the uh, so I listened to this one podcast. I don't know if it's is proper to talk about another podcast on your own podcast because you might got listeners there but i really love this podcast um it's called the daily and it's done by the new york times and so they've done like they did a thing about what happened to daniel prude and they did a two-parter on brianna taylor Mm. and like brianna it's a like the listening to the brianna taylor thing she didn't make like perfect decisions uh throughout it and you know it's like wow i wish she hadn't done that um, she hadn't gotten mixed up with that one dude in the first place, but there were several things that came out that they 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 are very vague about when you um when you listen to the story on any media on any media that's mm-hmm. the thing it's like 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 if you listen to the story on CNN it's kind of like you're still getting like the, the same less racist version of the story uh, that you would get on Fox News. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was listening, the thing that struck me is. Like they keep talking about the drug dealing boyfriend, but that's not who she was with exactly. that night. She had like she was, she was back and forth between these two guys that she, you know, you know, and right. one was a drug dealer, and then but she had decided that she was, you know, she was going to turn in. She got she had to let that dude go, and she was going to stay with this dude who she met while in college, uh-huh. and you know, and he was a good dude. Like you listen, and they always make it sound like it's she's at the drug dealer's house, and the drug dealer ran in the because when you listen to people talk about the story, they're always like, oh well, there was a warrant out for his arrest, and he was a drug dealer. It's like no. That's not who she was with. That right. dude ran out with a gun because he didn't know why somebody was breaking it's into that apartment. house. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that dude was actually just protecting everyone. And then you never really hear about that one officer that was part of the Louis, Louisville Police Department that was he just 
like and the one that got fired almost immediately yeah. because he just ran to the back of the apartment and was just blasting. They said he was just basically just like pop pop, just just like like it was New Year's Eve. That's he was he was blasting like that. Like he did it was almost celebratory. Like he was just pop, 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 pop. And had no and didn't follow any of the protocol. Uh-uh. So they couldn't even even the uh I think it was the captain or someone said like that was just we couldn't even like that was just egregious. He's he he really was harsh, harsh in his language on that. But it's like there's so many parts of the story that when you listen to the news, you're like, why didn't I get that part of the story? Well, he why didn't I, why didn't I there's yeah, a whole lot that's gonna get exposed. Yeah, there was so much with Brianna Taylor, like okay. What there was a new year, the new year started. She blocked this the drug dealer boyfriend or whoever the guy on social media. Why is her ex boyfriend an issue when she was living with another man in a relationship who was protecting her? That is the type of stuff that I mean. Like even a lot of these things, the reach with 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 which it goes to to yeah. to uh, justify that the life didn't matter and it's okay that it was snuffed out. I yeah. don't understand why yeah, we're always looking for it. it. So this fuss is not worth it because, hey, look, she wasn't worth it anyway, so we really did society a favor by snuffing this one out. Yep. That's the underlying message that bothers me whenever we deep dive into people's backgrounds, whenever you know, no one, when it took a couple days, you know, Kanan's father is sketchy at best. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and not only has it never even needed to come out because they swiftly handled, you know, uh, uh justice. I, I, you know, it's those things that are really like disturbing, you know. Um, and, and, and I think really at this point, it's probably more than it being disturbing because I think we expect it. It's exhausting. It's exhausting for for people to keep lying about what we see. Man. And so, you know, um, it's painful. Just the Man. It's, yeah, it, it it's you know. Uh, speaking of Breonna Taylor, you know the settlement with her family. I, I saw some mixed reactions to that. Twelve on mil social media. I'm actually very glad about it. I'd love to know what you guys thoughts are about it. Before I share. me personally, I think I think it was great that they got a settlement. It was great that you know it was twelve million. We don't know what the attorneys are getting. That's none of my business. So whatever. Probably but I mean, but but <laughs> well, hopefully not. But yeah. my you know uh, it 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 just it gave us a beginning of the ending. That's the way I looked at it because this doesn't. This is not going to fix the indictment. No, we still have this to go. Doesn't absolve the no, officer. Right. Exactly. And uh, so I listened to a little bit of the briefing this afternoon, and they did state that this is not an omission of, uh, you know, of of wrong with, with wrongdoing because that that is going to be in another case, and that's that's on a separate case from the attorney general, and so. Uh, hope you know hopefully we we get some kind of resolve there soon so uh that's the way i looked at it but it was a lot of hate floating online with this with this um announcement this evening and i couldn't understand you know i didn't understand why 
Why y'all mad? You knew these people. You knew I saw it from several uh, angles, though. I well, she should. She angles. should. She shouldn't do drugs. She shouldn't. Uh, she she should just drugs. comply. Uh, she shouldn't be doing anything illegal. Yeah. I see she's sleeping in her house. That's not illegal. Last time, no. I but you know, I'm I, sure there's some black people. I mean, some 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 people. Yeah. That some black people. What are they doing sleeping so hard? They wouldn't have been shot had they been aware of sleep. You know, it's like stop, please stop. Just well, are you serious? Some of our people expressing to some black people expressing confusion around it there were people saying oh no they're greedy they're buying off their silence no they're not you know people are uh they're gonna settle they want it to go away there's a different agenda and here's my thing i think of several things number one that is very quick and swift in a wrongful death settlement for a a city and uh that took a lot of publicity what i am hoping i'm not an attorney I am just hoping that the attorneys at, by the, the city at um, settling and determining that, yes, this is what's quote unquote owed uh, because that not so much owed, but that there was wrongful death, that it actually, in my opinion, I hope that it's somehow able to support that the death was wrong. And Amen. if it was wrong, how? Meaning there were wrong actions on behalf of the officers. So hopefully it will be a... Um, it will be a uh, nail in the coffin or at least a check uh, box check to say no, it was overkill, it was whatever, because even the city has acknowledged that it was wrong and they've acknowledged it not just verbally but with a substantial and swift compensation package. So it should their punishment should not be withheld. We shouldn't be confused about guilt when their, their job has said we so sorry. They was wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm hoping now, you know, now I'm sober though, because I'm a black person in America. So I'm like, that's my, you know, raising the sun. <laughs> you know, that's my um <laughs> that's my dream deferred. We'll wait and see how it plays out. But my hope is that that will be able to be leveraged in court. And that that's what um, the, the attorney's angle hopefully is. And, you know, um, I, I don't think you need to be mourning and broke. Yeah, that's that's hell. Like you... be in the, uh, in the courtroom looking good. I mean, hell, they, they the don't. Come on now. They don't be. White they people don't. don't. Come they on. wasn't mad when OJ won the civil. I mean, when OJ lost his civil suit. Like, all these yeah. people was outraged. They were probably like, that's what he gets. The family deserves compensation. Yeah, like, they like, want nah. him to be bone dry. So I, I don't have a problem with it at all. I'm going to start saying that no to, to, to people who always have a problem when black folks, I'm, I'm going to, you know, why don't you just be racist? You know, I'm, I'm going to start saying that. Just just be racist. It's okay. Like, I know you're racist. racist. Okay. No, you don't have to we'll try to cover it. it up. I know you're not a patriot. You don't stand for the anthem at home when you're <laughs> dipping in, in some. I'm going to tell you what, that word dip. patriot, you that word is dip. just used loosely. A patriot to me is like you know how they say thug means come on elevator music the n-word i'm not gonna say the n-word but how thug is really like you know it's kind of coded for n-word now mm-hmm. that, that's how i feel about patriot patriot is code for racist anytime i hear a group that's talking about patriotism or liberty i'm like that's, that's a, like a little baby clan like that's not i need i need to interrupt you too just for a moment and just announce that the denver nuggets have shook the world and by yeah, yeah, because the the Los Angeles Clippers 
have 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 taken a dump in the bed. That's what happened. Like I was about and to Adrian first. is just ecstatic. I know. Oh, oh yeah. I'd much rather. <laughs> I would much rather the Lakers see the Nuggets than the Clippers. Like this is wow. I, like I'm so excited right now. I'm like, woo. I don't know if we really wanted to see the Nuggets. No, no, we want to see the we'd rather see the Nuggets. Plus, <laughs> actually, I I really enjoy watching Jamal Murray play. Like, if we're just gonna talk that about boy the boy can flat out that dude has when when that jumper is falling, it is like when you see somebody ball and, and they have a, a part of their game that you know, like I love watching dunks, I love watching handles, but when somebody has a part of their game that is just kind of so simple, so pure, it's beautiful in its, in its simplicity, that dude's pull up Jay. That dude's like he he yeah. got from medium range. He's got it from deep. Like watching that dude pull up his pull up Jay is 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 beautiful to me. Like Jamal Murray yeah. he has impressed me. So yeah, I'm I, I I love basketball as it is. Um, I was I, if if we're being completely man, they blew here, a three one lead, Adrian. Oh, they yeah, blew I, a three one lead. I feared seeing the Clippers. I thought the Clippers were gonna win it. Honestly, like before COVID, before you know your president was like, it's gonna go away in a little bit. I ain't gonna try to fix it. Uh-oh, you know. So, like before all that went down, I really thought when I saw kind of like what the Clippers were doing, I was like, Man, that's not this year. Okay, not this year. We're gonna get but, back on topic real quick, but I just had to announce that. Oh, yeah, I just, oh, it, okay, okay, okay. One 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 last question, Nikki Adrian. Mm-hmm. What's what's the odds that Kawhi cussed everybody out in the locker room? Nothing. Kawhi don't be. I'm sure he said a little <laughs> something, but Kawhi don't be talking. I, I bet he said a lot. I think Kawhi. Uh, I bet he said a lot. I think that Kawhi is on the spectrum. I think he's high functioning. I really do. Uh, but I think there's some things about him. He, he uh, does give up that vibe. Yeah, I think he's high functioning on the spectrum. I think uh, some of the social cues that he gives. Um, I think that, um, you know, he doesn't really often smile a lot. The awkwardness, he very much puts me in the frame of someone who is high functioning spectrum because high functioning spectrum behavior are people that we say there's nothing wrong with them. They're just weird. They're just this. They're just that. We don't understand that a lot of that social awkwardness is a result of, you know, something that is, you know, something that's on the autism spectrum or, or life form of it. And I do think that that's the issue with Kawhi. And so, damn, probably, I never thought about it like that. He may have, and, and you know, but I, I think that he is, uh, and, you know, I mean, it's some small things too. Like, he always, okay, oh gosh, somebody's gonna judge me. He often has spittle on the sides of his mouth, and, and, <laughs> and the spittle on the sides of the mouth. Let me tell you where it comes from. I, so, <laughs> I thought it was gonna where be something it comes else. From, <laughs> Oh the, my the god, lack of the swallow reflex. <laughs> it comes from in, in kids a lot when they're on the spectrum, sometimes they dribble and drool extra. Or they have the their you know how their mouth their mouth is frothy. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, you know, it's frothy on the ends. Just thought you were going eat. somewhere different. They're not accustomed to swallowing. Adrian, you be quiet. As much I'm just saying. I just thought she was going to say something completely different, so I got tickled <laughs> when it actually came out. I was like, oh, this is where we're headed. Okay, okay. okay Elevator yeah. music.
people get they get sensitive about that, you know, with somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, but I know several, all, I know like, people on the spectrum, and I've had yeah, several. Like, uh, I've had yeah. I, I, I had a, a a great student. Yeah, with Asperger's, function, I'm sure. With, with Asperger's, and you know, Asperger's yes. is is yes. there are things. I mean, Asperger's is fascinating because it's yes, like, oh, it is. Yes. You realize yes. they can fully articulate like how they're incredibly different and and then they, they can like so he and i would have these discussions about how he kind of realized like what was very different about him and 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 so and i because and and when you teach you've seen people on very you know various degrees of the spectrum and so asperger's by far was just like wow because it's just the way he would talk about it and he he was fully cognizant of the fact oh, yeah. what the like what Asperger's he knows how, the it, how it how his right. behavior was yeah. and he understood like how he socially and but he was and but I, he can't it, always yeah. respond to it in the midst he can't pivot yeah. all the time exactly exactly can't, they can't pivot because they really can't see that and they don't sense what we sense so although you told them what's wrong clinically they know but in the moment they're tra- right. the way they're tracking and <laughs> the where their brain works they don't sense it they cannot switch they cannot pivot it is just no like, filter. this is where i'm at but it was and wild no filter where promise you that. there is no filter whatsoever none, was none whatsoever. of how his the way he was affected other people even in the moment like he would be like i i know i shouldn't say this thing or i know my response should be more of this but because you know but but I have Asperger's, so sometimes, and even in the moment when he knew his behavior, his 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 um his response probably socially, you know, if we're talking about being socially correct or whatever, should have been different. He would be like, but I just you know it takes me a while. I have to process. Really, it's not my first. It's not natural. It's not his natural inclination. It was just fascinating. Wow. It was just, it, it, but it well, was. Awesome. I never looked at Kawhi that way, and now I'm but starting to there. wonder. Thanks to Doctor Nikki, she uh, she gave us the goods. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> now we can get to some juicy stuff. Oh no, we about to talk about WAP. <laughs> well, what else is popping right now, son? I know, I know, we about to have the WAP conversation. Uh, we, we gotta have a conversation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this moment you know, walk brought to you by the Strange Fruit Podcast right and now. Nabisco. That's how I feel like we have. We <laughs> talk about WAP like once a week. I, I'm, I'm starting. I'm, you know, I really like it. You know, it's, it's, man, this the WAP conversation be going off chain, and I just like gotta give Nikki her. I gotta let Nikki shine, man, because you know Nikki be bringing it, man. I be learning, honestly. You know, because I thought I thought WAP was wireless a- access protocols. You know, <laughs> you <didn't. laughs> no, you didn't. I knew. Well, you know, in the IT out, world, that's... like WAP. I, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> I thought, yeah, well, know. in the yeah. IT world, it's something else. Yeah, you know? yeah. so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we know. You know. Um, I don't have a ton to say about it except that today is the day of you know Cardi B announced that she was divorcing Offset, and you know, man. Now let me just talk about the little history of their relationship. She married this man, and I think it was three to four months in, he cheated, mm-hmm. and she basically, they separated. She's just getting divorced. They got married secretly, 
But then they pretty much was, she was like, I'm getting a divorce. And he went on this public apology tour. Mm-hmm. Pleading to the public for his wife to give him another chance and all that stuff. And, you know, I and the sentiment on the internet and on social media pages and on her page predominantly was uh, that she should give this man a chance. Chance, I even remember... Um, Gosh, the comedian's name is John something. He does voiceovers. And he did a voiceover of uh, of Offset's apology that I thought was, like, hilarious. Did he um, do it like Amigos? Because that would be funny. Uh, wait, say that again? Did he do it like Amigos version of the apology? Because that's... No, that would be funny. No, he just funny. did, like, one where hey, Offset girl. was talking, but he made it like his voice was shaky. Like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry. You know, it was like... <laughs> It was just really funny. I'm sending it to you guys. And so she broke and gave him another chance. They stayed together. He apparently cheated again. She said, deuces, it's been three years. Now, um, I applaud that. I think that that is very painful for anyone to go to a divorce. But like clockwork, the ashes came out the woodworks, them and their pygmies, um, relating her divorce to the quality or lack thereof of her walk so to speak wow. and um it's very it, it is very um something that is i don't want to say sensitively triggering anymore but it's definitely something that i like to always speak to as a feminist you know this idea that when we tie the worth of women into the the decisions of men as if a woman can control a man as if he's not a grown adult, as if, and then we don't want these ideas to be reinforced um, about, you know, you want to empower women and you want to empower your daughters, but look at how we share information and how we think. You know, even someone shared today a, a book from a, um, a, a, a page from a book called Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered. And in the book, they talk about the what? Way that, yes, they talk about the way that statistics are shared about rape, and you know, and they'll say, you know, the statistics will say, so many women were raped this year, so many women were killed in domestic violence situations. Instead of saying, and they'll say, you know, so many high school girls were victims of domestic violence. Instead of saying, so many so men, many men killed women killed women so many men raped this many men rape committed this many rapes wow this many boys did this this many men uh you know beat women or had a domestic violence charge this year and it talked about just the subtleties of the messaging how this onus of so many things centers women instead of the responsibility and actions of men and um you know, again, very timely because in this whole WAP conversation, um, the idea that anyone would tie, you know, and, and even if you want to talk about what she what she's saying, oh well, she sang about it, she did this, okay, but Dre sang about women. Dre was a known abuser, and Dre was rumored by several people to be a closeted DL person. Um, he gets divorced, oh. and no one says a word about him, and we support his music, and we don't say anything. <laughs> but now. And we say, well, he's, you know, he's an entrepreneur. He just making money. He doing this. He may not be who he is. You know, we say that about all these people. 50 Cent sings about whatever he sings about. But we praise him for making a, a billion dollar deal and making $100 million off of water. Uh, we separate that business sense from the quality of their content. But now we're going to tie women to it. We're going to tie Cardi B to yeah. it and then hang it over the heads of other women. 
and that's a that's a problem, and that's just been my issue with. The wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Nick, you ain't gonna just sit there and drop DL and just roll right by like a roller coaster. <laughs> wait a minute, he was like, yeah, Dre was on DL. Anybody, anybody like chicken? Like what? Oh, speaking, Nikki did like. Have y'all ever read Quincy Jones' article in an uh, interview in Vulture Magazine? I think it's Vulture. That's what Nikki did. Nikki yeah. Quincy Jones. Read that interview because there's one point, and I just died laughing. I read it just for that one section of the interview where he's like, uh, he was talking about. He said, "Yeah, uh, um, um, Marlon Brando. If anything, uh, you know." Women, men, oh, Mar- Marvin Gaye. I do remember oh, yeah. that. He was like, "What?" And he's like, "You like?" And the Quincy like, "You like Cuban music?" And I was like, "No, no, we need to go back to." <laughs> wait a minute, man! I hate when people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki tried to steam, steam, steamrollers like that. Uh, don't do that no more. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. you, you say somebody on the DL. Y'all know over the years. I'm saying y'all know, but you know there were. Um, you know the rumors of uh, well, when his first group, he kind of cross-dressed. Yeah, the world. Class, I was about to say the world-class dress wrecking crew. Uh, yeah, world-class wrecking they, crew. They caught a lot of hell for that. Uh, that dress. I mean, they were very. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the word that they used to use for Prince? I wouldn't say they were androgynous. Prince was androgynous, I guess. You know, yeah. former who really you know played into that. What world-class wrecking crew though? It could be said they they would. It was like kind of a weaker androgyny, I guess. Like, but their their <laughs> outfit, like their outfit, you could, you could look at them and be like, "This boy, like that." Said greater value. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a yeah, sub-brand, sub-brand androgyny. Like it, they didn't lean into it like Prince. They wasn't cutting booty, you know, holes out in the booty. But it was still like, hmm. huh, they, they, I, I see what y'all doing. You know, y'all, y'all have a, y'all have a, a look. You know, y'all are, y'all are trying, <laughs> trying to pull in a different crowd. Oh, we want to keep our booties warm. It's yeah, so yeah. many, uh, get the air hit them peaks, boy. That's... It's so many of, you know, of those low-key rumors. And in that area, I think, you know, if you attach into that community, especially like when we were in college, a lot of the, you know, when you talk about late 90s, early 2000s, the um underground community of the of, of you know the um lgbtq community at that time was very uh tight knit because it was yeah. not a lot of people that were just as openly uh you know lgbtq so it was we i think our generation people were just coming out and deciding that they were tired of it and it took a little bit maybe took a little bit of time to get to the point that it is now it wasn't as taboo but um but those communities were still very close and very um closeted but but around not closeted but around they weren't closeted anymore but they yeah. were just I'll like, say. yeah well it wasn't closeted when we were in school but it just it was it also was not as uh as, as open, open. It was as not out as in out in the open and as just out, uh, you know, um, accessible as it is now. So, again, in that underground, I don't want to say underground, but in that circuit, uh, it was definitely rumored. And so, um, you know, in that community and, and what I found in that community, having tons of LGBTQ uh, friends and loved ones that when they be talking a lot of times, they don't be lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably about the most loyal people you find on the planet, and they know how so, to protect so, secrets. So, so, so who who are you trying to say? 
Who you trying to say was in that circle? Uh, Dr. Dre. Oh, Lord. Definitely Dr. Dre. Definitely Dr. Dre's name was thrown around in that circle. And and here's the thing. We didn't have the internet for stuff to spread like that. Well, we had Netscape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. By the time dial-up worked, it was like, well, the rumor over now. I'm going to tell y'all right now, them excite chat rooms was the bomb. (laughs) Woo! Some of them chat rooms got like a little... Whoa. Like you be thinking you just in there to play a game uh-uh. or something. There was some word game uh-uh. and the boy somebody started like talk to me like this. It's like, uh-uh. oh really? What? This, no this, man. This, this, no I'm man. Just trying to see what word I can spell in these uh these blanks. Yeah. Um, but oh, so here's my theory on rich people, y'all, and y'all can tell oh, me my if y'all God. think it's a thing. So I got a theory on rich people. So when it comes to rich people and sex, or, or especially rich and famous people in sex. And y'all, mm-hmm. y'all just, you know, Nikki, before you call me misogynist, mm-hmm. let, let this marinate. So I feel that some rich people, men and women, some some rich, famous people, got, they got to be rich and famous. I, I really do believe it has to be the combo. Maybe rich people, too. Maybe they can do it, too. But mainly rich and famous. So when I used to work um, in, 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 like, radio and television, with, with I had a chance working radio. Never did the radio thing all the way, but television and movies and all that, commercials and all that. You know what I mean? And you would come across famous people. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of famous people get hit on in a way that regular good-looking people don't get hit on. Yeah. Y'all now y'all tracking me so far? So so no, you can be a regular good-looking person, and someone will let you know that they find you good looking, they find you attractive, right? (laughs) But famous people. Men and women get it, you know. We say that throwing they really do get it thrown, thrown at, at them, like literally, like literally, from as every black orientation people. from every like, sense oh, yeah, from every orientation. And it's not like it doesn't leave, it's not like subtle hints, like they, you know, how they used to say, like, there were they used to be all those experts, like, if a woman's into you, she'll do subtle things like flick her hair. It, it'll be, I have that subtlety does not go down with famous people. Like I've been around enough famous people and I was thinking, you, you know, this is not an anomaly. All of them get it thrown at them in such a way there is nothing left to chance. No, been, there's nothing left to doubt. You know right away this person is offering themselves to you in such a way. <laughs> you know? Wow. Like, uh, and you know, this I've is why they come it. at them too with drugs, alcohol, every type of cocktail you yeah. can imagine because money is tied onto it their meal tickets so people get very inventive with how they want to tie them in you're absolutely right yeah wow and i do feel like also like not only that but here's the part where y'all can be like okay adrian you're going too far but that's cool it's our podcast i'm gonna go far <laughs> so like because he's done with his his food <laughs> i think oh yeah that mongolian beef was delicious so i feel like not only do they have it thrown at them and such, but they have so much like insane, like 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 they just get bored. Like if, if eventually, like there is not another way. Like they, they just are in that constant pursuit of pleasure and finding yet another way to have ridiculous drug fueled sex. Like it's just like it's just so I, much I like can, they just yeah i can see that they're so rich they're so famous they're so whatever they have access to everything because you've seen how when people are rich or when they're famous no people, boundaries the, those, 
they never have to pay for anything. Uh, like people yeah, give they it don't to have them. a uh, and no is not really a reality for a lot of things. They can really make mm-hmm. anything happen, so they don't have the same types of barriers. Yeah, so it's just like everything is about the sensual, and, and because you have everything you want, you got a boat, you got a house, a beautiful house, you have several beautiful houses, you have a, everything money can buy. So at a certain point, you just like, what else can I do? Well, <laughs> there's a tire swing in the backyard and a goat, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go get you some more of that Mongolian <laughs> beef. <laughs> No, no, yeah. uh, no. I'm, I'm here now, Bishop. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're gonna keep this point. But I'm just saying, it's just like I think they just get weirder and weirder and weirder. Like, because when people were indicting Tiger Woods, like I was listening to a bunch of people so self righteous. Oh man, oh, how could do this? His wife is beautiful, and and then there were people who were saying, "Hey, man, there are plenty of horn dogs on the PGA Tour. It's just high, Tiger is high profile." Mm-hmm. But. But I was telling somebody, I was like, not that, not, and I don't own cheating or anything, but I'm like, like some, so one person who I kind of knew was just like, come on, bro, but I know you don't, don't be this. Um, and they were really talking about Tiger Woods. I was like, you don't get hit on. The average dude does not get hit on the way Tiger Woods gets no, hit on. No, not at all. The average dude might get the flick of the hair and a, a, a glance. And that goes for Cardi B too like 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 a woman that looks like cardi b because people try to talk like cardi b isn't just attractive kind of across yeah boundaries like like if we're being real all the dudes that are like even that post like i was like pick another woman like i believed i i kind of when you the thing that you posted about colorism Mm -hmm. nikki i was like you know i see where she's going and and i think this woman is onto something but she picked like a horrible example in cardi b because i believe cardi b is conventionally attractive and she wouldn't have to try to fake black to be attractive like cardi b cardi b is attractive to dominicans she's attractive to puerto ricans she's attractive to black people there are some white dudes that would be like that that's that's yeah, what america yeah, is she, about she, so she, just, she is. You know, we we can circle back to that go ahead <laughs> no no i just that's uh, but i just believe that we, we, people like when they talk all self-righteous about these stars these stars lives like you don't realize how Far out of the realm of what your little mundane nine to five come home and eat some up life is compared to theirs. You're right. So when people are making these indictments of these stars, whether it be a man or a woman, when these dudes are talking about Cardi B should have no, Cardi B is like you could look at it like first of all, Offset should have shouldn't have cheated. Cardi B, maybe they both kind of signed up for people throwing themselves at both of them but at the same time you figure if i'm going to get into a relationship with this person we've we've agreed that we're going to eschew all that like we're not going to pay attention to that we're, we're you know mm-hmm. and so it was perfectly fair of her to have expectations of him and maybe even of course with the knowledge that this may not end the way she wanted yeah. it to I agree. I think let's circle to the, the colorism because I think it's a little deeper than that. I think um, when oh, we oh. talk about appropriation, <laughs> we're also talking about not just the looks. We're talking about the appropriation of um, 
gestures, style, and things yeah. and culture that make people. It takes their value up on the scale. Um, it's almost like, do you want to be at the bottom of the top or the top of the bottom? Is Cardi B beautiful yeah. for a a Dominican? Um, I actually think that for a Dominican, she's average. Have you seen Dominican women? Have you looked at Carnival? Have you looked at mm, yeah. well, if you go to YouTube and you just YouTube like last year's Carnival from uh you know Brazil, you know I, I'm and just look at the leading women in each uh company. You know I'm not saying oh, yeah. that Cardi B is not attractive and at all. And um, you know, it's a lot of factors to that. When we're talking about the colors and we're talking about people that feel like, do I want to be in Thank the middle of the top or do I want to change a few things about myself or be at the top of the bottom? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just kind of it's like, do I go to Harvard and be at the bottom of the class, or do I go to you know San Jacinto College and graduate valedictorian? You know, it's one of those things that I think there are a lot of people that choose that. Let me go to San Jacinto College and graduate valedictorian route because I could do that with my eyes closed. I'll stand out over there and I'll get everything over there kind of thing. Um, Top of the bottom is kind of this one gets sticky and it probably requires more time. But top of the bottom is also what often a lot of... um, Africans are accused of because you know you have wealthy people who immigrate and then they come over they're already educated much more than the average American black and everything and they come over and then they are able to garner a lot of the opportunities and a lot of things that are set aside for the marginalized people when they really aren't as marginalized coming as you know first generation even if they if they mm-hmm. even are first generation immigrants they are not really marginalized in their home countries you know um and I think that's when it comes to the colorism, there's that. And then there's also that subtle thing that um, when you start <laughs> looking at things like actual skin tone. And one of the things that being a darker skinned person and being a darker skin. Oh, here we go. Is, you know, you if you take a person and now we got Photoshop, you can do it. Oh. Um, and people do it a lot. If you take a person and change the hue of their skin. Do people still look at them and covet them the same? And I think that's what you have a whole lot of people that are darker skinned they look at. They look at it and they go, wait a minute. If we just took that person three shades darker, they nose look worse than mine. So how come they cute when you calling this person ugly? And, and, and that's making them very fundamental. That is not at all. You know, I don't think that real. I'm being very, you know, politically correct. I'm trying to be very simple and fundamental. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something you leaving out. Here's something you leaving out. I don't care how you take this. I don't care who my listeners, the, hey, if y'all hear me, you don't like what I'm getting ready to say, sound off on the page because I'm about to say it. Makeup is the devil. Straight <laughs> up. False advertisement. Makeup is the devil. I, man, I've seen some. My wife showed me a few clips of these women showing them faces, and then they oh, yeah. and then they take a little magic marker and a brush, and Lord Jesus, it's a whole different woman. I mean, completely different woman. I mean, they to the eat, point where it seems like witchcraft. The girl didn't even have lips, and she made lips. I saw that and I was like, "How you make lips? How you like, make I, I lips?" Oh, watching yeah, like, mean, like science. Guys, you know, I mean this in the best way possible because I don't think men should necessarily be. You guys shouldn't feel bad for how you're made. 
you know, but men are pretty, uh, you know, kind of vain. Just from just their existence is very simple. And and women have studied men and we have figured y'all out. And so there are so many different things. That well, it ain't a whole design. lot to figure out, Nikki. That's really what I mean. Ain't. It's not a lot to figure out, which is why I don't, I don't understand why men deny it all the time. It's not a whole lot to figure out. It's a very simple policy of it's this supply and demand. It's interest and influence. It's like I don't I don't understand why we have all this denial about these things that are just very basic and in our face, you know. Um, and then I mean that's misandry, Nikki. I'm playing. Yeah, to, to wrap just, up that terrible thing about Cardi B and Veronica Vega, the other reason that and as much as I like Cardi B as a hip hop artist her uh mm -hmm. i like her lyrics and i like that uh she is a uh, kind of this answer to the gap in in hip-hop music not just her but city girls meg the stallion a lot of the, the new artists that are out sweetie kind of the party a lot of all of them, they picked up where trina left off all that stuff but um these people as well not only have they approach and i don't think we have a problem with people that kind of appropriate cultural things but they also are guilty of and a very strong anti-black sentiments and colorism cardi b called dark-skinned women monkeys and roaches so oh. you know that's I don't care how you slice that cake. Like everybody, you know, I was, I was, I don't care how oh. you slice that cake. Monkeys and roaches, and in the Can't context that she did it in is basically, is she was talking to dark skinned women, and, wow. and and we know that 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 that's problematic. That is problematic, and that's why Cardi put <laughs> on that whole little but I'm black thing because because people loved Carly Cardi. Then she did the monkeys first, I think, or the roaches. And then she did the roaches, like, in the response, because people had a problem with that. And then black oh. women were canceling her. And and they were saying, oh, she's she Dominican. She's this. You know, there's issues. She's not really black. She's she's appropriating. And then she came and, I'm black. There's black Dominicans. There's this, there's that. We know that there are black Puerto Ricans, black yeah. Dominicans. Do they feel they the same as us? No, no. Okay, so like, don't play in our Have y'all seen Godfrey when he talks about that? Have y'all seen Godfrey when he talks about that? How you uh mm. no I haven't seen it, but I gotta like, look it up. It's funny. He's like, I know black, I know black. He says that's for you know, because he's he lives in New York and he said you'll talk to him and there'll be a real dark skinned Dominican. And he does he does the accent so well. And he's like, but you talk to him, you'd be like, Oh, you black. And he's like, No, I know black, I know black. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they really Man, but you know, you know Dominican up, Republicans got a they got a big time issue with colorism in itself. Uh in oh, that yeah, it, yeah and uh I mean and they distanced themselves hugely from Haitian um oh, yeah. descent okay. people and uh I because mean the history. Exactly. The same, the same, the same way Bohemians distance themselves from Jamaicans. There you but, go. Because they dark, but they yeah. never mind. Oops, be quiet. Yeah, well, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about that later on. <laughs> there it is. Elevator music.
Thank you for listening to the latest edition of the Strange Fruits Podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or criticism, please be sure to check out our Facebook page and sound off. See you next week.